So we are live. We're live. We're live. We have been for 24 seconds. This is a live podcast. I know what that is, but I don't know. know? (laughs) It's an accordion. Oh my gosh, it's real. It wasn't really it was fake. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh. All I have is a fidget spinner. What's happening? And this is why oh. I'm taking a break. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna take hey. up all your minutes. How is everyone? <laughs> How's everyone doing? Ah, uh, we're doing good. Good. Doing great. Doing good. I missed you guys. Mostly. <laughs> yeah. I tell. It feels like it's been so long. Like 476 years. It has years. been a long time. It really time. has been forever. <laughs> Pretty sure Tom doesn't uh, work this year, right? It doesn't. It's like it's August a year without a Santa over. Claus. What is life? Oh, that's sad. It is one of paper. Be ready. It for a little time and then it vanisheth away. Vanish. <laughs> uh, so we have a lot of things to talk about. The longest season <laughs> ever. Uh, it's actually the exact same length as season one. Down to like the second, the epilogue and everything. It's, 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 well, I don't know about the second. If you add up the time uh, for each episode. It's it's actually all the way down yet yeah, to the exact second. Um, yeah, there it is. So yeah, we are excited to dig into all of those things. And uh, Jeremy has to peace out in fifty six minutes. Ooh. So we are we're going to go a little. We'll probably go on without him uh, for a bit. But we just will like you're going prioritize to solve questions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was so wow. depressing. 55 minutes. <laughs> Drew, Paul, you, Paul, you were better interesting. Okay, there are a lot of things to say up front before we get to the questions. Um, so I'm going to just hop right into this, okay? So, Jeffrey, please let me get to these <laughs> announcements. Please. Please. Okay. Uh, first of all, there's a lot of questions about, okay, so what the heck happens next? Uh we're actually not going right into season four what? next. When? Oh. We're going to be releasing a season three point <gasps> five, let's call it. Uh it will be I've short. Never heard of her. It will be it'll be, you know, <laughs> uh, five to ten episodes maximum. And it's gonna follow Char uh, in the nine house. I hope so. It is going to reveal That's exactly what it <laughs> I'm is. I'm getting all I'm getting a million notifications on Discord right now. It is going to reveal what happened on Manumi. During the time that the season three party uh, was in hell, flipping out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeffrey. It will be uh, it'll be a little different from our typical D and D fair. It's going to be a mixture of like D and D and scripted stuff, kind of like our origin story episodes, because it has very specific, uh, very specific you know story that has to be told. So there's going to be a lot of people involved in it. Um, possibly anyone who's ever been on the show. 
uh, and different things. Wow, Felicia, you are <laughs> please do not keep a Jeffrey fart count. I, I, you were. I, we, I literally told you guys this immediately when we finished mm-hmm. the Ebola. I don't yep. remember that. He did. He did tell you this, he Jeffrey. Did. That's a lie. We were there. Yeah. We were all there. <laughs> that is a lie. So, you know, five to ten episodes, as far as when that's coming out, I don't know. Uh, it's going to feature a number of NPCs and PCs across Monumi. It'll answer many of your questions about what happened, what happens next. I'm excited to get it out there. Uh, but uh, it's it's definitely going to take some time to put together. So p- please uh, be patient, and we will get that to you. Um, as of like today, what's that? Yeah, PB and J is going to be will be a part of that, obviously, um, and some others. So look forward to that. PB and J, fear it. That makes me very excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going on a break <gasps> right that? now. We were on a break. Everyone, um, we're we're not we're not recording right now. I mean, I'm I'm obviously working on editing uh, and writing and some other things. Uh, many of us have experienced and are currently experiencing some pretty serious life changes, like job changes. Obviously, have a newborn son. He's now five weeks old and requires a lot of attention. Yeah. Uh, but during there's a list of things there's a long list of things that I am going to finish before we get to season four. Uh, not 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 uh, not only the three point five that's going to be that's the next big thing that we have coming. Uh, but also writing and working on three point five and season four. Uh, I will have no fewer than eight episodes of season four recorded and completely edited before I release the first episode of season four. We've got to have, we've got to have it. We didn't, we never had that with season three. We never had the huge buffer I needed. It was terrifying. And it, we paid for it. I paid for it. Uh, We're going to take a look at our Patreon rewards, see if anything needs to be adjusted. I think there's some things we can do there. Uh, We have three champions sessions to record, to play and record all those. I want to have them finished before we start, releasing season four um we're gonna we we have some work to do i want to get done on the website uh or at least get started between now and season four like there's a lot of things we need to do so you say well that sounds like a huge break okay during that break here's what we're going to be putting out i mean obviously patreon yes spaghetti uh lots of spaghetti spaghetti uh patreon content will continue to come out we'll keep putting out money man rat we'll keep putting out mbh plays and all those things we have champions episodes. We have two champion sessions that are recorded. Uh, each one is going to be at least two episodes. I'm working on the first one we're going to release right now. <laughs> Toby McGuire, aka Walker, I see you over here on Discord saying season four, 2032. <laughs> and uh, you're correct. I mean, it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll never hear from us again. So uh, we have champions episodes. At least four four episodes of that will be coming out. Uh, the first one will be coming out in the next couple weeks for patrons. Uh, and we'll release them back to back, you know, week by week. And then it'll go out to everyone else uh, shortly thereafter. After that, the next thing we're going to release for, you know, wide release will be season 3.5. I'm going to be immediately starting work on that. I do not know when it's going to come out. Just give us time. And it's, uh, uh, it's going to D&D 3.5 rules, right? Oh, yes, actually. So cool. uh, 3.5 rules. 
I know I can't start releasing 3.5 until I have a few episodes under my belt, or else I won't be able to release them weekly because it's it's different. Uh, we'll be doing MBH plays. We'll be putting those out. We'll also be releasing some older ones for everyone else, uh, and you know maybe some other extra content we'll be putting out. So we're going to keep things coming out. It's just not going to be weekly. We we have to recharge. Uh, so. That's pretty much it in terms of announcements. I'm not going to announce the cast for season four. There are some questions about that on here. A couple of things are still up in the air about that. Uh, We have a pretty firm grasp on who we think is going to be in it. I will say this. Jeremy is going on a break this season. Bye, guys. We we said from the very beginning that every player, all of our players, would get at least one season break. Except me. This is going to be Jeremy's. That's not true. true. Uh, it was actually you, you in our contract. Yeah. We'll be getting at least one break. Our blood contract. You will get a season Where's break. That? The blood contract. That's right. Season five. So can I interject stuff right there? Um, yeah. I just want to say, I've absolutely loved making what we've made so far. Paul has been a dream come mm-hmm. true. You're an excellent DM. Um, it's been escape. I've went through all sorts of volatile situations over the past, what, three years? And, uh, this has been a huge positive thing for me. So thank you so much. I love you. Um, and I love playing with all you guys. Even Jeffrey, uh, Felicia and Alan, it's been <laughs> a blast. <laughs> blast. I've loved the Miss Saul dynamic. Um, not going away forever. Still got to make villains. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been awesome. And I'll miss playing. And, you know, these things take time. Eventually we'll come back around to season five. And when we do, you know. Hopefully we'll have another Jerome. Jerome on the uh, on the table. Will he be Saul? Alan, will he be dead? No, <laughs> never again. Alan, <laughs> me, will also be taking a break. Is it because of the four. accordion? <laughs> yes, that is exactly. It's not. It's just because of scheduling. Yeah. Alan needs to be in season five, and so this is his only chance. My only chance. Um, and Jeremy, Jeremy needs the break now because of. Uh, son and new jobs and life so that's what we're doing the only person who doesn't get a break as was stated clearly over here by i think drew is me and right. me no rest for the weary can't do it. you get a break jeffrey you'll be <laughs> you'll be sitting in season five i'll, I told I'll you. tell you what sitting me or felicia okay. one can do uh season 4.5 and you can take a break there it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. There you go. Uh, okay. So, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to announce season four cast yet. Still a lot to happen between now and then. But we won't have a an Alan and we won't have a Jeremy. So they will be missed. But they'll be back. We'll be missed. But they'll be we'll missed. Be back. Missed. We'll be missed. They'll be missed. Let's begin with the season Let's three. Let's just jump talk. right into it. <laughs> so oh, Jeremy, why don't you start us off? And the thing is, like, we're I'm gonna we're gonna sort of freestyle here for a sec Whoa. just between us, uh, so that you all got a chance to say what you need to say, and freestyle. I will probably weave in some questions say that we have that wicked, tie into wicked. what you're saying. I, I keep I keep hitting my mic with my hat bill. I should probably take you're it off. The Discord. You're a meme, bro. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Walker! You are depatroned, depatroned, <laughs> gone. You're out. Bam, leave. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, I don't know the notes, is, so I can't uh, play it. I love this. <laughs> and I'm saving it. I'm, 
Yo, give me a sec. I'm saving this image. I'm just kidding. No, actually, so you, just you want it. us to go through the um, questions you sent us? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you right now. Just so Saul or Saul, Saul, yeah. Saul you can kick oh, us off. Also, Saul. we need to roll a blue you D20. Can, I'm gonna cut your ears. Don't off. forget. Oh, here it is. There it is. Let me roll this. See what Peasant. happens. Wow. What is it? It's a four. That means you fail. Gonna be bad. That means we're not gonna get through all these. <laughs> There's no we way. That. Jeremy, yes. tell me, give me, give me your sort of just off the cuff reaction to the finale and epilogue, the ending of season it's three. It's the meme face that we keep using in the Discord of <gasps> the freaked out face. That that the was agony. my reaction. <laughs> the, the agony. Yes, face. it's agony. crazy. Um, I loved it. The uh, I did not predict seeing Lorik at the end. I did not predict. I did not call the ending at all. Zero called the ending in any way, yeah. um, which I love. Yeah. Um, the I mean, Paul said it perfectly. He's like, you guys, you won the finale, but you lost the epilogue. Oh, my gosh. That's some Aww. heavy stuff. I had to apologize to Felicia after we finished the epilogue because I felt like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was gosh. very heavy. It was bad. It was hard. I've heard I've heard so many complaints um, about that, and we're gonna we're gonna dig into that. Yeah, in I'll save that for the question, but um, it was painful and amazing, and I'm still totally hooked. I have so many questions. Saul uh, wasn't in time. Yeah, you know, like his whole thing was, I'm gonna go save Misk, and I'm gonna be back in time to do this. Hmm. Turns out the Unchained was in the hell, so he's like, okay, I'm gonna <clears throat> save Misk, and I'm going to stop the Unchained. So, from his opinion, he he uh, he won the bet. From the Shade's opinion, probably not. I don't know. I loved it. Um, it was great. It was a good ending. It left enough in me that I'm very upset that I'm not in the next season. Um, but I can't wait. I cannot wait to see where it goes. So, Alan. Me? How, how did Char feel about the ending? Char? <laughs> That's a good question. As far as the ending goes, he was conflicted because yeah. Yeah. he was like, yeah, we won. But then when the epilogue came, he was like, oh, I don't know about this whole work thing, you know? And so, <laughs> like, he's not really sure. He likes the idea of having power, but he doesn't like the idea of having responsibility. Yeah, and you know, as they say, with great account, with the great ability comes great accountability, and yeah, yeah, he's not all about that. So Spider-Man. he he's really so, he's not really uh, he doesn't have much stake in the whole <laughs> Manumi crooked father thing, uh, mm. but he's happy that uh, he didn't die. Right, right. So what about um, Alan? How does Alan feel about the finale? And the epilogue. Pretty good. He liked it. He was surprised. You know, there was lots of, uh, lots of uh, shocking moments. Nothing quite as, you know, mm. there wasn't any devastations or anything until the epilogue. <clears throat> but like, yeah, there was, there was a lot of just unexpected stuff. There was a lot of crescendos, and he was like, what? Yeah. And then afterwards, he was like, hmm, 
He's not going to be around for a season to, to fix this. But he knows that Brackle and Jim are out there and working on it. And so he, he feels pretty good. Yeah, his he cousin. He assumes that Brackle and Jim are out there. Oh, no, I know. I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about uh, how about Felicia? How's Felicia feel now that the epilogue has been released? All the holding back from season three uh, oh, is finally is out true. in the open. I really like, you know, kind of... I like just being free of not having to keep a secret because I'm not that good at keeping secrets. And like we would start <laughs> talking about the podcast and Paul's just like, no, stop. Just no, Felicia, yeah. just stop. Just Don't stop. ask Felicia. So, I mean, that's nice to be free of those secrets. Kill instead. Isn't it though? <laughs> Did you like the ending? Uh, The ending? I was very shocked, but Paul told me a while back I think I know the last words of the season. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not good. So that scared me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but I mean, that could have went both like, ways. But How'd you feel about the epilogue, though? Mm, I was pretty salty toward the end of the epilogue. <laughs> I mean, I got pretty frustrated uh, in character and out of character. No Paul's just like, calm down, Felicia. Are you kidding? I feel like Paul was just looking at <laughs> me the whole time like... Calm down. <laughs> we're going to cue up. We're going to play a clip. Oh, no. Uh, Alan, if you're ready for it, um, let's go with clip number four. Play that for oh. me. Oh. You, you, you have a second to get it ready. No. Are you ready? Now, see, whenever you sent me those, I, I assumed very strictly that they would only be played in one order, and I have it set up where if they played in any other order, it could destroy my phone and end the stream. Do you think it will? What do you think? You know what you become when you throw down your crown? A peasant. <laughs> is that really what you were going to say? <laughs> Look, I, this is... Uh, Did I stutter? <laughs> you two obviously have some... That's funny. Some... I just told you that I'm the only way you can get back to the natural plane. Then you tell me that I'm nothing but a peasant. <laughs> wow. Did you hear that, Charles? So smart. Peasant. Oh. Oh, my gosh. All those... Like like the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I was just like, all those feelings just come back. Just Do you confused. have the? So is the other clip just the, you guys talking? Is the <laughs> is the other <laughs> clip the live reaction? What everybody was saying as we're building up to that. No, that that's pretty much all we're gonna do with that. Oh, but gosh. I wanted to play that mainly. That's uncut, unedited, just pure, pure uh, me trying to react in character. Number one, <laughs> number two, Jeffrey dying laughing, <laughs> dying the whole laughing time. the whole time. The and you you can hear the salt in Felicia's voice. Oh yeah. Well, there's like there's um, ten seconds of oh, of man. Alan and Jeffrey all all like they're. He's about to say it, and he's like, oh, oh, I know what he's going to say. He's going to call her present. He's going to call her present. <laughs> yeah, like, I know what he's going to say. I know what he's going to say. <laughs> when he like, said it, I literally, it, was, uh, it was tense. I literally asked, did he just, is that what he's going to say? Did he just say that? <laughs> yeah. And that did was he me just say that? as Felicia saying, did he just say that to me? Because that. She like, she, oh. she straight up turned and looked at Paul. Like, I, I was like, did he just say that? <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. Sorry. We're going to we're going to dig into all that. Uh let me just quickly hop through these last couple things. Um Jeffrey, any reactions you want to share nah, about the about the finale so. and epilogue? 
Okay. All right. You're welcome. All right. Moving on. Any any questions? Any pressing <laughs> questions right now that need to be addressed from the players to me? This is your oh, one chance. Like oh, questions gosh. for the whole everything towards towards no, Paul. From, yeah, from you. Mm. Like, do you oh, have a question for me? This is your ask, chance. When Saw and Misk's mother got sent to the natural plane, uh, did they make Natalia. her do the ritual? Or did she just get sent through a portal she without got doing through. the ritual? She was kicked through a portal. Oh no! Yeah, they did the ritual. Oh, they, they did, did the ritual for yeah. her. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, with Saul, uh, when Saul and Misk, when both of you came through, you had a mage to open up, which portal. in Saul's case was Marie, yep. who performed the ritual to open the portal, and then Saul stepped through. Yeah. They performed the ritual and then kicked her through it, and that converted her she's a tiefling Great. now if that's your main yeah question. so mm-hmm. i t- yes uh jeremy do you have a question yeah I, I feel like i've been wanting to have this conversation with you a while i totally misplayed in the epilogue uh-huh. because uh if saul slash jeremy had been thinking he would have talked to vance and been like vance you need to go with me so we can go you know destroy this stone in manumi and he also would have went to marie and been like yo if you do this you're gonna forget who you is and, like, we're going to show up over in the real world and not know, like, I'm going to know everything. You're not. Mm-hmm. It's going to be terrible. Terrible. Also, yeah. he would have talked to Misk about the fact that, you know, Mom probably doesn't remember who we are. Also, I totally yeah, all I misplayed things. in the epilogue, but not by doing what I did to Misk. Nobody yeah, we're going to get into that. Hold, hold that back. Any questions? None of those things were questions. Roll my Do you eyes. have a question? Yeah. So my question is, Do you have a so question? in all that misplay, the question is, in your opinion, did he uh, win the bet or did he not? He can't give you his opinion. Oh, He's do I answer NPC. that? Do I answer that? No, I'm not <laughs> asking the shade. If I give you my opinion. The shade. Then. I want to know what Paul, the listener, Paul is the are. shade. Uh, no, he's not. What? But you are asking Paul's the shade. shade? Um, Look at him right okay, now. Okay, so the... the uh, <laughs> he really is the shade. Oh, man. But he's I, wearing a hat. I, I can't I tell gave... who he is. What? Paul, Jeremy, and okay, Alan's okay, okay, cameras okay. aren't even right. showing on mine for some reason. Uh-oh. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. All right. Um, we're, we're, there's just too much. There's too much. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna skip ahead. <laughs> did anybody have... Alan, Jeffrey, did you have a question for me, either of you? Uh, what happened? You know, like I don't know, man. That's also, also what I wanted to know. We're gonna find out. Also, uh, you will find out. Is there a sky? All right. Where is the orange? <laughs> okay, I'll ask you. a question really quickly. A question. Question. Okay, yes. So the mm-hmm. the stone that Saul has in his possession is it in yeah. any way affecting mm-hmm. Saul's emotional state? Because Miss doesn't think Saul would call her a peasant in that vlog. Well, she'd be wrong then. You're asking me is the, the is the stone is the stone like one ringing? Yes. Soul. No. Loser. Misk is so mad. Sorry. <laughs> Can't help you. That would be such a cop out, and 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 Saul would not be held responsible for his own actions. True. I'm like, just asking. I'm he's just responsible. Felicia is just no, it's a good mad question. Her and there's been a lot roasted because she he did not it. get roasted, <laughs> or she did not get roasted. No, it wasn't a roasting. It was an, it, was it was a fight. fight. It was an argument and a roast. It wasn't really an argument. It was just a fight. Okay, okay. Real roast. quickly, just just not not dwelling I on like them. Roast. Just Spitfire favorite favorite moments from season three. Jeffrey, what was oh, your one of your favorite moments from season three? My favorite moment. I don't remember it. Yeah. So. 
I'd have to think about that. <laughs> like, okay, Jeremy, crowning mist. favorite moments. Okay, coronation of mist, good good and the um, cutting off Serastus's ear, and just Serastus being part of the story in general. So cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Loric showing up was awesome because he was definitely one of my favorites mm. in season one. Because mm. uh, I literally flipped out. Did anyone no. think that was going to happen? I looked no. at Jeremy uh, okay. and we were like talking. Like I looked at him, and I was like, "It's got to be guy." And then it was Loric. That's like, what I was thinking too. Yeah, it was awesome. Now the the guy scene was, I mean, chilling too. Loved it's, it. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Um. I like how the party got together at the beginning um, in um, Char's murder basement. That was pretty cool. The whole yeah, like oh, yeah. tornado. Yeah, was good. Yeah. It feels like so long ago when we dropped the reveal that Vance was a primary character. In it was three. really cool, too. Also, I loved how um, the whole Misk story and Saul story kind of played out. Because like, you kind of see her beginning and her end, kind of. I know you might see her again, but mm. like, for real, like I just mm. knocked something off. But like, you see that beginning and end. That was really cool for me. Saul backstory. Yeah. Saul backstory was cool. the the reveal that Misk is actually evil. A yes. monster. That she's a peasant. I'm not letting you who, troll me, Paul. We tried to destroy, tried to I'm destroy her brothers, and, and may have may have doomed her mother to a fate worse. It was all your idea. It was all your idea. It was our idea. It. No, no, no. You it was said, our idea. It was <laughs> our idea. I said, what if? And you said, yes. Okay, whatever. And it <laughs> was what great. Happened. It was a great story. It was great. It was wonderful. Uh, it was wonderful. And uh, also, Misk has shown Misk has shown those little bits. We keep going back to Saul and Misk. Uh, Jeffrey, favorite moments? The whole season. He said he'd hurt. Every Every part okay. with Sir Vance. Me- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come on. Sir Vance had so many great had moments. all the best moments in well, the whole like season. He- so... I mean, it's uh, okay. just facts. Like, when he showed wow. up, that was a great moment. Yeah, that was awesome. It, it was. was. It was a great he moment. did anything that he did, that was a great moment. That was awful. Uh, <laughs> what about Come all on, his Jeffrey. awful roles <laughs> in the, or the finale? Remember that? Uh, the one, the one, that's, that's just, um, I'd say the, the, the greatest moment with Vance, to me, is the, the, the final... Reunion between him and Guy. It's yeah, just that's, wow. That's Let's be sing the back to that. I get sure. chills every time. Um, but you know there there are a lot of great when he moments. First revealed his with sword, the evil sword, the Hellburner blade. Oh yes, <clears throat> yeah. Mm, the Hellburner blade. I farted again. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's number two, Felicia. Howler, possibly one of my possibly my favorite NPC ever. I don't know. I, You're welcome for that, Howler. Uh, Alan. Oh, I was just gonna me? keep naming every single really cool <laughs> part. <laughs> okay, we we got it. Uh, Alan, favorite moments from what? From season three. Alan. Oh, Come on. right, right, Come right. On, Alan. Come uh, on. Burning down Come the on. library. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> I was like, take that, uh, owls. <laughs> I put that on my list too. That's cool. Uh, That's so burning cool. down the library. I, Anything else of mention? Uh, eating oh. the horse. Yeah, oh my god. Oh yes, eating the horse. You know, I just totally eating the horse was so Miles, good. Uh, you know, saying that he can call Saul Saul. Oh yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. that was touching. 
It's like four years yeah, ago. It seems like that was so much happened forever. I also liked whenever the, we, that person sat on the throne and got burned up, and we were all like, "Oh, jeez, <laughs> whoops!" Yeah, and it was almost missed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I almost got roasted. I have no. Uh, she would have like. I don't think Miss would have actually been destroyed. But holy cow! Uh, <laughs> Only a she wish been spell. Really, yeah, it would have been bad. Um, okay, I also so love the part where Miles made the ultimate love sacrifice for the woman that he loves. <laughs> wow, what a and great Miska's moment! Just like, like, like honest to god, like seriously, like what a powerful. No, Miska wasn't no, that way. Just Felicia. Back. No, no. She, no, that was later. That was later. You know, erase back to the first fifteen episodes. What an amazing! Those the, the, episode fifteen had some amazing yeah, scenes it in it. That was you know, powerful. Miles, you know, confessing to her her the final tender moments between Shut Miles and Misk. Saul telling Miles he can call him Saul. Uh, them hiding in the bathroom together, and then Saul getting stabbed in the chest. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, that was. Fun. Oh yeah. That Still, was intense. I cannot believe Char's alive. I think my, <laughs> I think my <laughs> favorite either. moment, um, I don't know what my favorite moment is. One of my favorite moments is the reveal that the Forsaken mm-hmm. was here in the Hells. Uh, the Headless Dragon, when it dropped in, and Jeffrey says, I quit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And everybody starts like freaking out, like, oh crap. But like, <laughs> I went into that thinking, this is going to be this awesome one. I was going to go, ah, no one we did were all, that. Like, quiet. Uh, everyone was just like, oh no. <laughs> like, everybody was just like, Jeff says, I quit. No, this is not. I was happening. like, I, refuse. I was like, we are dead. And we're all dead. Everyone was, everyone was almost mad. It, it almost seemed like everyone was mad at me. Uh, uh, PTSD. That was just a great From moment. the fact that he murdered all of us in the first season. She did. Murdered all of us. She yes. did. Okay. Oh, Jeffrey. Uh, Alan. Me? What? Yeah, let's play uh, Let's play two clips. Two? Which ones? Well, let's start with number one. Let's start with number one. So this is going to go back to the question that Saul asked. It's simple. You have a choice to make. You've been killed, sacrificed, if you will. <laughs> but murdered. Your life force still murder. persists. And so I'm here to, uh, to give you a choice. You must decide whether you are going to uh, return to the mortal coil, uh, Manumi, the natural plane, and continue the task which Paylor has set you. This is or my favorite moment. Are you going to continue on to the hills and uh, rejoin your sister and the human, of course, the... Uh, <laughs> The disgraced paladin and the elf touched by fire. Oh, that's not a choice. Touched by yet fire. Yet it is a choice that you must make. Abandon. You want me to abandon Misk, or to risk going to the hells and losing the world? I don't want you to do anything, said Saurus. I expected you to be dead, frankly. Whoops. A dagger to the heart is not a thing that one can easily survive. Here I stand. Yes, you do. And your god would like for you to return to the task at hand. But I am giving you a choice. What will you do, Satsaris? Will you continue with the journey assigned to you by your god? Which, of course, is 
a great task, altruistic and godly and righteous, to save all of life by stopping the machinations of the Unchained. This is why D&D is the greatest game. Will you save your big sister? Both of them. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Oh, Jeffrey. Serious? (laughs) You're the worst. That's the first time Alan's ever heard it, too, probably. Was the big sister part uh, foreshadowing Hulk Misk? (laughs) I get it. (laughs) No. It wasn't. So, um, Saul made a choice. We're recording, and Jeremy says, hold up, hold up, hold up. Paul, over the table. Are you telling me that what I decide now, like, I can choose? Like, can I honestly choose? I'm like, I said, yes, choose. Do you go to the hells, save Misk? Do you go back to Monumi to save the world? And whatever you choose will shape the rest of season three. Mm-hmm. And Saul made his choice. Play clip number two. Is that the second one? That's the one number two. Oh, my Through the gosh. gate, there is a blinding white light and a flash of heat across your skin. There's a sense of uh, rising and then flying upward. It's the opposite of what you felt when you first came to the hells back when Char stabbed you in the chest. You're rushing upward, rushing, rushing, and then you suddenly break free and you stumble forward onto hard ground, falling onto your hands and knees. For a moment, you're disoriented, Saul, trying to sort of gather yourself, take in your surroundings. And then you notice something. Your hands are freezing cold. Oh, no. The wind is rushing around you. You push yourself up off the ground, which is... Covered in a thick blanket of snow. You look around you, you don't see anyone. Saul uh, stands up and smells the air. Does it stink? It stinks. You stand, your eyes adjusting to the light, and you look around, and what you see is an ocean of trees. But all of the leaves are gone off of all of the trees. They're barren. There's nothing but icy winds and hefts of snow. You have finally arrived. You're in Fallen Grove. But you're too late. You're too late. Spaghetti. Still chills. Still chills. My soul hurts. Mostly because it's winter outside. That's why you're chilling. Wow. It's all over now. (laughs) That was intense couple things it's never winter and fall no kidding what but it is it is now there is no winter it's been stated before but there is no winter in fall grove yeah i know but i just couldn't when does it snow who's gonna pick for their sister to die who's gonna pick it yeah yeah yeah, no that's the guy whose sister tried to to kill him world and your sister he didn't know he didn't know that had he known that he probably, probably would have changed his choice. mind because he hates Miss. Nah, he would have made the same choice. Mm, yeah, probably. <sighs> okay. So your question to me, Jeremy, what was your question to In me? In your before? opinion, you remember? did he, he win the bet? the bet? So the 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 sort of provisions of the bet, which I almost put a clip in here for of it, but I didn't. I guess maybe I should have. Was you had to save your sister, yep. right? 
and get back and stop the Unchained and Fallen Grove. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that verbiage because I think he just said to stop the Unchained. Uh, you might. You might have to go back and listen to it. So either way, um, in my opinion, he you did failed. not. Oh, he did not. No. He's going to get you know, up hope and the, If we come to that, it might be something... It might be something we play out in character, and you know, it may come down to some roles if you can talk your way. You know out what? Of it. He's going to give up the orange Drake and Kelly. Yes. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> okay, I'll just go ahead and toss this question out. I got one from someone named Pale, Pale. twice, <laughs> which is Walker uh, disguised as Pale, and it just says orange Drake and Kelly. No. Stop, Jeffrey. No. Twenty minutes. No. No orange wrecking killing. Uh, Rissa asks, so is the world over now then? I mean, Fallen Groves is. No. (laughs) No, it's Mm -hmm. not. Not yet. No, it's not. The world is not over. I thought winter was the end. That's literally the last season. So winter would have been season four. No, no. Season four is winter. No, I mean like in December. It's the last season of the year. I get it. Oh, I know. it. Please. It's technically the first season also because of January. Uh, (laughs) So let's see. You can go, Jeremy. We don't need you for any more questions. (laughs) (laughs) When Jeremy decided, I'm going to the hells to save Misk, Mm -hmm. I, I wrote down, I'd already written down, and I circled the words, you made it. You're in Fallen Grove. But you're too late. Um, he danced around it. He knew that there was the potentiality of, uh, you know, time moving differently. It did. Of course. It did move differently. Um, it's not, it has not been years. It has been some time. Uh, Austin asks, were the repercussions of returning to the natural plane the same for all the players or was Saul the only one that is quote too late? Are they all in the same time period as each other or all in different time periods for each character? They're all in the same time period, but they did not all arrive at the same Mm. time. Mm. And also, they did not all arrive in the same place. Awesome. There's precedence for that. Uh, Think when Saul arrived for the first time casting his ritual, he arrived in Branchar because he was drawn toward Misk. When Misk arrived, she arrived in Brightport. Who knows why? Um, probably just because she was looking for a new start, and that's just kind of where it dropped her, thinking this is the place. Maybe it was fate. Uh, maybe it was just random. So that is sort of the answer to that. We will address that in Season 3.5. Uh, if Saul was late, this is from Sad Rissa. If Saul was late, does that mean that Atonia is dead and Guy's body is missing? I think it does. Mm, let's see. This is from Sharia. How dare you, Paul? I really Shereya. do think Atonia's dead. Really? Just saying. That's uh, player theory. You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't kill Antonio. <laughs> or she's like diminished or Shereya. hiding or something. Something has happened. But why? How is how is Marie going to find Saul? I know. <laughs> she's going to be amnesiac, right? To some degree. Well, when Saul arrived in the on the natural plane, he knew who Misk was. He knew a lot of things. He just had big holes in his memory, 
the longer he was there, the worse it got. The more he. Uh... <laughs> what is happening? Did, was yeah, that he slid Ezra? a paper that says "peasant" under my door. <laughs> under your door. <laughs> that is a that really is surprising. <laughs> Gosh, there's so many questions I want to get to, and, and uh, Jeremy only has just 18 minutes, so Jeremy. I'm trying to prioritize. Go. Um, let's just, my goodness, let's let's step aside. All right, see you guys. Let's get to Saul and Misk. Let's oh, get to I'm Saul scared. and Misk. Oh, girl. Uh, play. Um, so so here's the thing. I've had so many conversations with about yourself. this with uh, people on our Discord, Felicia. also with just people that I know, uh, friends and family. My not dad, uh, who not Jeffrey. not Jeffrey, Mason, others. So far, I have come in contact with very few people who can think clearly about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is emotional. Everyone is just mad because they love Misk and think that Saul's a jerk. Everyone. It uh, helps. Play the clip number oh, three. She's a nice Alan. person. And Jeremy Kill you, Saul. <laughs> How? Come Try on. To kill you. You don't remember? I know you do. Showing up at the freezing circle to, to no one and almost dying? That wouldn't happen if I didn't... The freezing circle and almost dying. Eli Dane, I made a deal with her, Saul. What? He's like smiling. What do you mean? I told her to set up a meeting just to where you would know. And I knew you would show up. (laughs) Just so they could kill you. He uh, takes the cigar out of his mouth and drops it on the ground and crushes it under his foot. You mean to tell me when Zach came with a golden opportunity to do something that you were unavailable to do, that that was you setting me up to die? Yes, I mean, I, I was a different devil back then, Saul. Leaving, uh, so was I. Leaving the nine hells and going to Monumi was the best thing to happen to me. My eyes were open, Saul. I realized that when I saw you, that I didn't want to ever lose you again. And then coming down here with the chance, remembering everything, and just seeing what I did. Very emotional. Just seeing... I'm I'm sorry. You set me up to be diminished, to crawl out of the pit. Yes. On the same night, they stole Neftalia. Then, when I had a plan to save her, you abandoned it because it's the greatest thing that ever happened to you? It's the greatest thing that ever happened to you that your mother likely now has already made it to the void. You had a right to know. You put everything out on the table tonight. So I had to, too. Misk, I appreciate the truth. And I believe you do want to be the devil I met in Manumi. I probably need some time to chew on this one. Don't you think? Yeah, that's fine. But 
as far as tomorrow goes, just know that I do have your back 100%. If afterwards you don't want to speak to me ever again, that's fine. You just take your time. And she's going to walk out. Go to bed? Yeah. Saul uh, mutters to himself. We'll see. And scene. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can I go? Can I please go? Listen. Yeah. One second. One second. So what made it? We have a question from Madlock. Uh, he Madlock. asks if dying wasn't much of an issue in, with Will of Souls and stuff in the Nine Hills. What's the travesty of Miss trying to kill Saul? So the travesty wasn't that Miss tried to kill Saul. The travesty was that Misk trying to get a one up on Saul is what caused their mother to be taken and sentenced to a fate worse than death. And had Saul been killed, he would have uh, been gone for probably you know at least a year, maybe more, uh, depending on how strong he was, uh, as he tried to crawl his way back out from the pit, at which point he would have been reborn weaker, having lost his rank, and basically had to start over. And she would have had a clear path all the way up to the top, and he would have been no one. Okay, can I go? Um, can I go? Can I go? Now you can okay. go. Take a minute and think of the person you trust the most. The person you no, tell we're not doing everything this. to. We're doing this. The person you tell all your <laughs> secrets to. The person you love. The person that you can go stand in their fire at any time and tell them anything. You share emotions. You share, you share laughter. And ultimately, because that's who Misk and Saul were in that part whenever he's learning this stuff, right? And, you know, you finally found someone you can trust. And they come to you and tell you, hey, um, I'm the reason you lost your mother and also tried to kill you. I know that trying to kill you is a lesser thing in the hills, but still intentionally put a knife in your back. And this person's your sibling, right? Or your your significant other, your wife, your husband, whatever, your grandmother, whoever raised you, your flute. Whatever, whatever, something that you truly love. Um, so when I play Saul, I play emotionally, and he had two days, two days time passed before him and Misk had a real conversation about it, and Saul decided, and it's not a good decision. It's not necessarily the right decision because Misk is, you know, she's saying I did this. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a good decision by Saul. But Saul Steele is hurt deeply in ways that if you look at it emotionally and, and apply it to your life, anybody would do. And go yeah, off. I mean, he didn't kill her. Hey, that's the funny thing. That's the thing that I that's the thing that I can't understand is people thinking I would never go off on someone that I love. Yeah. But you <laughs> like, also think that someone you, you go love off on someone, will never do that to you. My response right. is the Saul's hurt in the Q and A chat. Who's that too, Jeffrey? Wow, the you especially the <laughs> that's not true. the 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 reason I wanted to play that specific clip is this: that was eight hours before the big final battle against the Forsaken. Eight hours before the battle, Saul finds this stuff out. In that moment, it's all new. It's all fresh. It's like, oh, holy crap! It's like it's just happening now. Then they're going in. He turns to everyone and says, "Okay, guys, we're in this together." Let's do this. He also says that to Char. Yeah, he was just leveraging Char. <laughs> he, he absolutely would have killed Char if they had been alone. He would gladly, 
gladly have have killed uh, Char, uh, regardless. So he brings them all together. Here's here's the problem. Here's where I think people have an issue. People think, oh, well, Saul thinks that Misk is a bad person. He's done with her. And he throws it her away. It ends on a good note. I don't. Yeah, absolutely. Even in the same conversation where he gets mad, calls her a peasant, tells her she's a petulant Sorry. child and a traitor, he then Which he then true. turns around and says, "Okay, okay, look, I'm not saying you can't come to Monumi. I'm saying I need time." Yeah. You peasant. That's not reasonable. You you think you find out that the person you love the most in the world is responsible oh, for probably killing the person that you that you that is responsible for all the joy you ever had growing up. You you have you have problems. This sort of stuff that people go to therapy for for like a decade and try to work out. And we you know we're playing these characters. We're trying to play them. Is realistic. You know as we the can, same right? emotion that everyone got when Servants turned around and killed Lork for oh, killing gosh. his best friend. Yeah, I yeah. would. I would huh. relate that to yeah. this situation. It's similar. Misk and Misk is Misk is a victim. Yeah, and this is Misk she's a victim. Did not in this. think that her mother would get sent to Monami. She didn't. Know. No, Misk. No, she wasn't thinking clearly either because of the manipulation of her father. Like he, 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 he basically shouldered her, in, shouldered her into saying, well, "You have to leave, and you have to leave now, or else I will reveal this to Saul." And yeah, he was going to make her a traitor in the kingdom and kick her out of the whole kingdom. Yeah, he and was. And then Misk probably would have turned bad. I'm just going to say that I'm she would have sure, killed everybody. But th- that does not absolve her. Of any responsibility, she was in that whole situation because of decisions that she made in the first place. I get that, she, bruh. I took that's well, a, I don't, I, to say to say that Misk. My did thing nothing is, wrong. I don't say that Misk did everything wrong. I'm saying everyone says Misk is the only one at fault when really, like you just said, no. Oh, no, Misk no, no, no. and Saul were best friends in the Nine Hills at a time because their mother said that. Then right. he got good, yeah. and, and then Saras, she got good. He got mad and was going right. to take her out, but she beat him to the punch, then realized what she did was wrong. Then here we are. But she didn't have to so tell him either. Season, right. Go ahead, which, which season is just going to be family counseling? Um, I mean, oh, I don't know. Lord, depends on who survives. You know, the reason that people are upset is because people love Miss. Yep. And that's I fine. Ask. I guess that's, that's great. why I'm not upset. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jeffrey, there please. was a there was trolling. a couple of hours please. the night before we recorded that the epilogue. I remember I went back and I listened mm-hmm. to everything that happened between Saul and Misk from the time that the truth came out. And I really I mean, I talked to you about it several times, Paul, but I thought and dug into what would you do? Like and what would Saul do? And ultimately, no, it's not a good decision. But time and space is what he's going to go for because Saul being Saul if this had been anyone else he would have just killed them there wouldn't have been any talking banter he yeah. would have took the first opportunity and and wiped them out and cut their ears off but it's misc and he even he even told her i made a point of i want to say that i love you um in the middle of however it turns out because it's not that he doesn't love her it's that he's going to have to figure out how to trust her with who she is now, you know, knowing that. And he, I, 
I think that that's mm-hmm. a definite possibility, but it just was, it was, I mean, he found out two days ago, so it's going to take a second. Sharia asked, um, maybe, maybe Saul did this to protect her, but like also was like, we're going to die now, but that didn't, but that we didn't. I'm so mad. How could he be like that? So was there any, was there any sort of, you know, yelling at your dog and saying, go on, get, no one wants you here. You know what I'm saying? Was there any of that? No, it was. It also was to Bigfoot and Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, no, it's. It was definitely when you're when you're in that situation and you're feeling those emotions, you become very selfish very quickly. And Saul, that's why I said it wasn't exactly the perfect decision because Saul's being selfish and saying, uh, "No, go away." You know what I mean? It wasn't. He wasn't even thinking about. He was thinking about. I don't trust her being around. He's being selfish and saying, "I want time for me." Bye. So. Yeah. Right. He is. He as is much, upset. He doesn't yeah, know what to do with his I was, emotions. Uh, I would love for that to be the case. It's just that ain't what happened. So with all this going on, this is from uh, Neil Grage. Hope I'm saying that right. Why did Misk go through the portal when she said she was staying? She didn't say she was staying. She in the argument. I listened back today. In the argument, she looked at Saw and said, "Fine, I'll just go back." Or I'll stay here and ma- and do something good. And he was like, "Do it, you know, whatever." <laughs> then so so much salt. <laughs> yeah, he Felicia was super yeah, salty. Salt. Still, you salty still are. Little. We can tell. Just because <laughs> you know, I'll say my character is mint is poop. So y'all suck. <laughs> no, no one has said that. McGuire. No it one has said so that. Good. <laughs> let me. L- Anyways, let me help let me you. Keep let, going. Me, let me help you. So. Well, let me let me help you real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen. No one is saying. I want, I want this to be clear, not only to Felicia but to all the patrons out there. No one is saying that Misk is poop. Someone. <laughs> no one is saying that Misk deserved what she got. No one is saying. Uh, yeah, Saul, get her. I am. The only thing that we only well, somebody not literally that makes said sense. Misk is the poop. only thing that we're saying is. I can understand why Saul would feel that way. Not that he's right to feel that way, but that I understand why he would feel that way. So no one thinks Misk is poop, and no one thinks that Misk is garbage. Everybody understands that Misk is cha- has changed, but she is having to pay a consequence for something she did a long time ago, whether that's fair or not. And the hope is just this. Well, conflict has arisen, and after some time, it'll heal. Like, that's it. So the question is simply this. Why did she decide to go? Was it her need to rectify things with Saul? Is that why she decided to go look for her mom? Like, what what drove her to go instead of stay? She did say she's she went make it up to him. At the yeah, end, she, she hugged Saul and said that, and said, "I'm going to find our mom and you know take care of all that." But she also in the fight said that she I mean I I can see where people are confused but also at the end she says I go through the portal. So maybe they just mm-hmm. didn't hear it, maybe yeah. it was just a really quick scene. I think uh, it was really quick, but I think the other reason people were confused is after that Saul's talking to the howler and he says take good he's, care yeah, of her. Yeah, he's talking, talking about, about the kingdom. speaking of the burning yeah. circle. Yeah, about the burning circle. Yeah. He was referring to the the burning circle. Uh But also talking so, to Charles. Like I could see she that. Was, she didn't have Saul to talk to. They just had a fight. 
So she was going to someone. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't go to Vance. He's a loser. So she went to Char and was like, are you going to stay? And Char's like, I don't know. If he would have said. He stayed? If he I mean, would have said. Char and Misk are going to get married. I think I might. Misk <laughs> might have stayed. But he gave her yeah. nothing. <laughs> and so she's like. Just uh, like you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. It's It's not like. That's not a. That's another one. That's not a dig against Char. No, that's not a dig. It's I'm just, I'm just saying, like and she it, went it, because that's who yeah. she had to talk to. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty um, bleak when Char is who you have to talk to. Well, that's what uh, Austin said. Char is <laughs> yeah, the worst person to confide in. That's all she He's had right. at the moment. She would have went to Saul. I mean, you got Flicker. I, Char didn't recognize you were in dire straits. Come on, <laughs> he, come he was on, just Char. like. He was just like. I don't know if I'm staying. All right, guys. If you got any last thing to throw at me, this is it. Well, I'm not in your presence. Yeah, I'm trying so to double check really the notes. At you. Thank God, because Dear he God. actually would. Like a sock full of dice. It has happened. Okay, we got a question from from Sheree here. Let's let's do this question. Um, Saul said several times over the season that Paylor saving him was the best thing that ever happened mm-hmm. to him. Could Jeremy speak a little more to what that means for Saul? How did that affect Saul's decisions, especially after he remembered all that happened and what Misk revealed to him? Okay, so it made his decisions, I think of uh, Jelly. He actively is trying to not be a murderous, evil devil 24-7. How did it affect his decisions with the Misk situation? He is utterly new to trying to change his ways from being a dark, evil person. You know what I mean? And he's he was in an mm-hmm. emotional situation, so he really didn't weigh that. You know what I mean? That's if, if he did, that's where he was saying, I love you, and you know, he wasn't just saying, I hate you, I want you to die, and killing her. Um, that's the difference. Um, ah, Saul is a work in progress. Um, he... Yeah. He's only recently taken up the banner of Paladin and is still learning the ways. Um, so he'll get there. And I think that if Misk and him well, ever come across paths, that it, it will be a different Saul you'll see because he is not done trying to become yeah. a good follower of Paylor. Will Saul continue collecting ears after getting his father's ear or is, was that the ultimate goal? I'll that leave it? that to if you ever see Saul again. You will. Uh, Eli, let me ask you this real quick, and then we'll go. You're done after this. You're free to go after this. Um, Eli asked this question, and I want to address it while you're here. It's been established that devils lose memories when they become tieflings. Is that just the case for Saul and Misk, or will Marie experience the same thing? I'm so upset. Marie will experience so the same thing. So upset of this. Oh, that means Char's got a chance. <laughs> That doesn't mean that she will forget everything. I mean, you know, look at Misk. Misk forgot her mother. Uh, she forgot, you know, a lot of other things. Uh, and the longer she lived there, the more she forgot. For Saul, he forgot his mother completely and then forgot a lot of other things that were just, you know, non-essential things. So it just sort of manifests itself in different ways. So we can only hope that if Marie manages to arrive somewhere near Saul, that she won't forget him. We can only hope. No kidding. 
Saul, Jeremy, there are a lot of questions I'm sure that you would love to tune in on. So we will do another live Q&A in uh, September for patrons, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll be able to help. Oh, you got to go. It is that time. Hey. uh, All right, bro. I love all you guys out there. It's been a pleasure. And 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 you four too, and everybody watching. Um, Bye, miss you guys. You. I'll see you in the next Q and A. I know I'm in some NBCs coming out. Um, yeah, it's been real. Glad you'll be gone. Bye. Thank, thank God Felicia. you're going on a break. God, I love you, Heaven, Misk is not a poop character. I love you too. She, I, I Misk, love your character. Misk is my favorite character right now. No kidding. Good riddance. Everything what? that I've been re-listing has been Misk stuff. So I love it. Love it. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye, Jeremy. Jeffrey. What in the world is... Okay. Okay. All right. That's Mario. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. 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 Yeah, Jeffrey, I have a question for you. This is from Shereya. What uh, What the heck is Vance's inverse Hilburner blade? What is it? The what secret. Is it? That will never be revealed. It's a secret to everyone. It's a secret to never? Jeffrey, too. Until I just came up with it on, uh, randomly. On the spot. Like, came up with it on the fly. While we were recording, did I text you and say, hey, this is a cool idea? And you were like... No, we were. you and I were recording uh, separately, just I mean. the two of us, in that scene with you and Howler. And you just, you just said it loud. You were like, so what if this? And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. And we decided to to go with that and develop it right there. There's still a lot that's not known about that. Um, maybe it's a manifestation of Vance's like divine power coming back, uh, mixed with his warlock power. He is. You are the. Uh, you took the the blade warlock hex blade. path, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or did you? I have the hex blade curse, so I'm assuming that's okay. Yeah, there there were some logistical reasons behind it, and we wanted them to keep the sword. Um, but like, what is it? Something new. Uh, is Flicker still with Misk? Yes, Paul. Yes, Paul. Okay, let's talk about the finale and epilogue a little bit. Which one? Um, Paul's not going to answer the one that. For one Q and A. TBD. To be determined. Let's see. When did I have the idea for Lorik coming back? That's from Will Higginbotham or Botham. Uh, what reactions, if any, were cut out at the table? So, when did I have the idea? Um, I'm not sure. It was pretty late in the season. I struggled to sort of bring the finale into view in my mind and write it out sort of the plan for it. I de- I didn't want to... Sometimes I'm afraid bringing back these these old characters and stuff will seem just kind of like, eh, it'll take the just joy out of it or something. There. But <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I don't know. It was pretty late in the game. I decided to do that. And, it, and I thought it would just be really a cool moment. It would sort of give Lorik a chance to shine one more time and also be cool for the players and the listeners. Uh, and it made sense to me. Because Paylor can't do anything. This is his way of helping. Uh, okay, let's see. Ch- is Char the only one that stayed behind in the hells? Our only hope from Sharia. Yes. Alan, what do you think? I agree. He is okay. Our only hope. Uh, 
I'm looking forward to the char season. <laughs> when it's just Char. It's- <laughs> and he joins forces with the Crooked Father. Oh, and they have, goodness. it basically turns into the odd couple, you know? They're in their little hellish compartment hanging out. Char is really uh, uptight, and the, the Crooked Father is really uh, uh, sloppy. And yeah, it's the odd couple. <laughs> this is from uh, Julius Caesar, uh, aka Walker. Can there be a musical episode yes, in season four? That would be so funny. It I told you brute. that, man. It What'd you say, Jeffrey? Brute. I mean, that would be really cool. <laughs> also, my goodness, what an enormous amount of work that would be. That I would be so much work. It's not a question of whether or not we could do it. It's whether or not we should do it. You know, like that's that's the question. Okay, okay, guys, this is what <laughs> you have to do. It would almost have to be like a scripted because you'd have to figure out the songs and that oh, would be Oh, no, awesome. yeah, it would have to be scripted. Like a yeah. Christmas special. It would be like a Disney sure. movie. Where everybody already knows the words. We uh, we have a question, and I'm I'm, I'm going to kind of hop through a lot of these quickly. We have a question from Madeline D. Uh, I loved seeing both Dimbarga and Braxton fighting the heroes at the same time. While listening, I noticed that they have a similar type of fighting style. They both seem to have a protective force, the wall of force and the dragon, and they both kind of fly. Uh, kind of, I guess, Dimbarga's an actual dragon and Braxton just flies. Is that something you were drawn to as a fighting style for a boss or was it just because they're both trying to accomplish something else? Get the stone, kill the sisters. Or is it because they're even more similar and connected than we know? Uh, there are some similarities. The ability, the giving uh, Braxton the ability to fly is something that he has because of his connection to the <laughs> Forsaken, uh, to the Crooked Father. Um, the the rest of it, I don't know. You know, I never really thought about it, but I guess it is just sort of. I thought it would be a good way to handle a boss fight. It, you know, it's it's a good way of keeping the players from just going up and saying, "Oh, I kill you, game well, over." That's what I did. You know, they have to figure. Yes, it did happen, but it was uh, tough. So you know, it, it it just adds another layer to the combat, which I think is important in boss fights. Um, okay, let's see, Sharia, what do you mean we're too late? You just mean, That's what I mean too late. Too late. Wait, what is is to say? Is sorry. it just Fallen Grove that they're too late for? Uh, what about Kjorg and Brackle? Did they not succeed? Um, Brackle what did happened? His part. <laughs> or did he? Because his was in the spring. What happened in Fallen Grove is not the fault of Kjorg or Brackle. We know whose fault Char. it is. It has, and he's has going on a break. <laughs> is it that guy trusted Vance to make the right decision when it came to whether or not he should bring him back from the astral plane? What? Did God trust Vance to make the right decision about whether or not to bring him back? You know it. What's going to happen? What do you, What do you think? Is Vance planning to bring Guy back? I mean... You do not have to answer. Do you want an answer? That's up to you. You can answer if you'd like, or you can hold on to it. I mean, uh, he probably wants to, but he doesn't know what he should I, do at the moment. So he's still I thinking. I feel like uh, with Guy saying, you know, I trust you, I feel like that's him saying, whatever you decide, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to worry about myself. I'm going to, because I feel like that's what Guy would do anyways. He's such a good-hearted dude. So it's like, He's mm-hmm. going to do whatever Vance d- wants him to. So 
He's just, it's up to Vance. What I'm curious, do you guys have any... Father? Oh, there's actually a theory about that. There's a fan theory that Guy is actually the crooked father. Uh, oh, from some of our patrons, they were talking about it, and I'm like, you know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> do you guys have do you, you three? Do you have any theories about what's uh, what occurred at the end? Why things are the way they are in Monumi? Probably because uh, do you think fall winter comes after fall? So. Oh my gosh. Uh, Not so in Fallen Grove. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Different kind of so fall. Fallen Grove was Fallen protected, Grove. though, by that guy, right? That uh, Joe. I don't know his name. Not Joe. Oh. He, like, uh, put a shield up. The Archdruid? Elpenor. Oh, that was the canopy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The canopy so, piece. Yeah, you're thinking of Elevonre, but uh, Elevonre is Which dead. is in Fallen Grove, And though. now it's... It is. It's in the canopy, which is the heart of Fallen Grove. So, uh, the guy that is in charge of it now is okay, Nephi. So maybe Nephi so and the is shield evil. was attacked and it fell, which led to all the trees dying Nephi and making it be winter. Like Nephilim. Because if something was protecting it magically, I mean, it's going to be whatever Monumi is if the shield's not up. So basically, he's evil. Okay, Austin asks this question. Austin asks this question, and I'm just going to tell you up front, Austin, I'm not going to be able to answer all this. By saying it's too late, do you mean that Saul failed to stop the agents of darkness from doing their ritual to get rid of Atonia's chain? That's referencing season two. What was going on is the Unchained were performing a ritual to break Palor's chain, and by doing so, potentially kill him, the god Palor. Uh, did that happen? Saul obviously failed to stop whatever may or may not have been going on there. Whether or not that means that Atonia's chain is broken or that she is dead or that Fallen Grove is dying, etc. Have to wait and see. Does this mean Atonia's been killed? Have to wait and see. In season two, the episode title answers, Paylor asked if the ritual had been completed, he would have died. So is it safe to assume the same thing would kill Atonia? I wouldn't say that it's safe to assume but I would say, you know, it's safe to assume. I wouldn't disc. I wouldn't. I wouldn't discard that information. What does this mean for God's body and resurrecting him? That's already been asked. It could mean that God's body is now gone. Where'd it go? It could also or not Atonia mean that. Atonia took it. Atonia, or whatever. If Atonia, if it, if Atonia is dead and destroyed, then God's body could be gone. Where'd it go? Wherever she kept it. I mean, it would depend on if she had any contingencies in place for that. Uh, All of those things. So, is Fallen Grove destroyed? Or is it just simply winter from Shereya? It is winter. But it shouldn't be. And it is never... It is never winter in Fallen Grove. It does not snow there. It does not get cold. Something is wrong that must mean that Fallen it's, Grove is somewhere else. It's bad. <gasps> My theories about the Candle King being evil else. are true. That's Ocean Wrath asks, could the, could the destruction of Fallen Grove have been prevented? No. Yes. By who? Yes, it could have. Who specifically? Saul. Um, well, had Saul stayed, then who knows what might have happened. Maybe he could have prevented whatever occurred. 
what the heck happened with Saul? Also from Ocean Wrath, the shade uh, did what the shade say might happen actually happen? Where the hells move at a slower pace? Yes. And if so, how far forward is he? Can he contact Kjorg and Brackle, or are they dead? And is Atonia dead? Kjorg and Brackle are not dead. He can contact them. He still has the stone. He could contact them. They're not dead. The Lonely Cheese also it. asks, can you tell us, uh, there it is, can you tell us approximately how much time passed on Monumi while the group was in the, group was in the non-hills? Um, Saul uh, was sent into the hills and it was early summer. This is winter in the same year. So that much estimated time has passed. What's the next season? Okay. The next season? Four. Yeah, what's the season for season? Season four. Is that winter? It is winter. Also, we're not going to have a... Jeffrey. Jeffrey, please, Jeffrey. We're not going to have a what? So so the time's passed. Yes, okay. we all die. Yeah. I was, I was thinking okay. that we would go back and Brackle would be like back in the time. So, that, so what's he been doing all this time? Do I get to decide? I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about it when it comes time. What about Jim? Uh, we'll talk about that too sooner. Sharia, Laric told Vance that God trusted Vance to make the right decision. Has Vance's thoughts toward bringing him back changed? We, I think we answered that. Does Howler regret asking Char to stay? He will. <laughs> He will. He will. That's the answer, yes. (laughs) He will. If he doesn't, Charles will make sure he does. (laughs) He will. That's from Sharia. Um, What allowed Vance and Saul to get through the sphere while simultaneously blocking Misk and Char? Um, Their theory was correct. It was the touch of confirming Confirming Vance's (laughs) sort of rebirth or re-something with his (laughs) divine (laughs) power. Seems like there was a question about that, and maybe I'm, I'm just not seeing it. We'll probably come across it. Uh, simple. Okay, Dad. My dad asked me this, actually. He actually submitted this question. Is Vance once again a paladin? This is also asked, in, uh, is Sir Vance a paladin of Paylor once more from the Lonely Cheese? Jeffrey, what do you think? I don't know. You think Vance is... Do you think Vance it, wants to be a paladin again? Uh, I think he's moving that way slowly. Okay, so you think he's he is slowly sort of getting back to that yeah. mindset? Because in the season one Q&A, you were asked, will Vance become a paladin again? Will he be restored? And your answer was, absolutely not, no. Um, which is because, obviously, of where you mm-hmm. were. I mean, we had no idea at the end of season one where we were going with season three, obviously. I mean, not that it was going to go this way anyway. So you think that he is uh, potentially open to the idea after the events of season yes. three? Hmm. Okay. All right. So that answers that. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. This one is from oh, Danny Pudi or Walker. By technicality, I've still been a paladin the whole time, but it's you have been an oath the, the, yes, and Lonely Chief specifically said a paladin of Paylor. So. Maybe there's definitely there's definitely there are definitely some talks going on between Vance and Paylor now. Um, I just I was just asking or I was going to ask a cl- a question. I clicked it and now I don't know 
I don't know which one it was. Wow. I have a checklist. Oh, it was this one from uh, Walker. Are there different timelines? What if a certain point in time, the party had multiple options that created different timelines? That literally happened in episode 15 of season three. Or 16, rather. When? When Saul was given a choice oh. that branched. But that was potential so, timelines. Are there different timelines? Yeah, it's potential timelines. We're not going to go and like... Do another season three. (laughs) What if this? You're going to see sort of the uh, the eventuality of this timeline in season three point five. So that's why I was asking whether with the time passed, what Brackle and Jim were doing. I'm like, well, if we go back and play that, then I'm definitely steering towards ruining what you've put up and. Fixing, stopping (laughs) the fall. (laughs) No, Um, so. Kjorg's season, which is season four, will be Kjorg-centric. Um, Jeffrey will be playing Kjorg in season four, so prepare yourself for that. That'll be <laughs> something. <clears throat> We're all looking forward to that. Um, it will be set in the time of winter, and it will be set in the city of Dimmerhold. Like that's where he's going. That's his job. So we're gonna we're going down that path. There will be repercussions from season three point five. That's just the way it's going to be. So, uh, as far as Brackle goes, Brackle's kind of doing other things at home, and he's you know going to be heading toward Vent Haven for season five. Was season three? This is funny. This is from the Lonely Cheese. Uh, was season three at all influenced by the recent five E book Descent into Avernus? <laughs> not at all. No, no. There was l- not at all and- zero. We were deep into this when we found out that they were releasing mm-hmm. that. Alan, I think, messaged me and was like, dude, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast <laughs> is spying on yeah, us. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember you saying and something about it, was, it when uh, we recorded one day. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah, and it wasn't just that. Like, if you watch the show Disenchantment uh, on mm-hmm. Netflix, which is like the Futurama, but in fantasy land, uh, by the same guy who does The Simpsons and Futurama. It was the exact same plot. Yeah. For season two. Yeah, it was. Even to the point it of was. they went to hell so that they could sneak into heaven and bring somebody back. For real. Seriously? It was it was hilarious. We were texting me about yep. Yeah, like that's literally it. He was texting me about it. I'm like, what is happening right now? How did this all happen at once? Uh, this is a question from Brinley C. What was the hashtag for season three? I think it should be hashtag save that guy, comma <laughs> guy. <laughs> That's a good um, one. So, to clarify, the hashtag for season one was hashtag save the tree. Uh, the hashtag for season two was hashtag kill the mayor, I think mm-hmm. is what we settled on, yes. which was a patron recommendation. We have never settled on one because it's tricky because it's like, you know, hashtag go, go to the to hills. hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we can't do that. And we can't do that. <laughs> Uh, so, so it's like, we're open to recommendations. Um, you know, I like hashtag save that guy, comma guy, but I don't know. I think there's a lot, there's just so much that happens in season three. It's, it's hard. It probably needs multiple, um, multiple, uh, hashtags. Was Dufon Ray Char's dad? Are you my dad? Uh, I don't think he was his physical dad, but Char never had a father figure. So he, uh, you know, maybe in a sort of like, yeah, not the physical sense, but like the, like, I don't know. He was, I guess. He, Char no, was like. He was not. 
who's this guy? Huh. <laughs> and that was pretty much the extent of their. He, he, <laughs> That's it. He was yeah, like, was it. I don't want any part of this. Uh, Joe Riggs presents this question for you, Alan. Me? You said that you based previous characters on aspects of your personality dialed up to 11. And I was curious. Was that the case with Char? Mander. <laughs> and what part of yourself did you amplify? The worst. <laughs> uh, part of myself. <laughs> all the worst parts. Not all of them. Yes. Just, just a few of them. Believe me. Just ne- a spe- very specific few. My next character is going to be the other worst parts. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, I am very prone to cynicism. And I, I know I put on a cheerful, goofy... Uh, Veneer, I think that's a word that means something similar to what I'm trying to put forward. I like to joke and laugh, but there's there's a part of me that is very uh, cynical and just not quite nihilistic. But if you've ever read the book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible, vanity of vanities, that's there's a part of mm. me that really resonates with that. And yeah. Char is that. He's basically so like if if i didn't have certain you know certain convictions and beliefs in my life that grounded me to reality and that made me uh believe that things do matter i would very much be a nihilist like rick sanchez mm. from rick and morty uh or not sanchez oh my gosh what, is that his last what's his last name it's rick sanchez yeah, yeah. Sanchez, it's yeah. sanchez uh so anyway uh char was sort of him just where nothing matters nothing goes there's just there's sort of like a a lost spark of wonder and joy that had been not beaten out of him. It wasn't like some big dramatic moment. It wasn't even something like, Oh, his, his daddy never loved him. And he, uh, he got beat up in school. So he became cynical. It's like, no, just over time, he lost interest in basically everything and didn't think there was much worth striving for and just lived for the sake of now. But, uh, didn't think much beyond that because he had no no conviction. Char is someone with no conviction and just nothing matters. Vanity of vanities. It's all it's all empty. But he's not so he doesn't lead him to despair. It just kind of leads him to well, whatever. You know, I'm Yeah. There, what's the point in being sad? Because there's no point in anything. Mm-hmm. It's his whole thing. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. I've I've talked a lot about Char to my therapist. <laughs> uh, Sharia asks, why and how did Guy get into the Vault of Souls as opposed to the Astral Plane? Did Nvarga bring him when the Headless Dragon busted in the Second Circle? Yes. Uh, it's kind of like Guy said, he said something to the effect of like he remembered it was almost like he was being carried by the dragon. The whole thing in season one uh, in the finale where the dragon could basically possess their unconscious bodies, he was possessing Guy when Guy died completely. And in doing so, he it latched on to the dragon or the dragon latched on to him. And so he just had it. He took the soul, he possessed it, and he put it into the Vault of Souls to use with all the rest of them. So I almost ended up there as well. Servants. Could have been. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Char was reluctant to stay behind in the Hells, but he ultimately stayed. Did he find what he was looking for in the Hells, or is he just wanting to putt-putt <laughs> around? 
butt button. Take a wild guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think my answer put part of uh, not really my goal for Char, but like something that I kind of settled on is like it's very unlikely that he will change. He's not likely to have a character arc in this. Uh, yeah. Not because I wanted bad storytelling or anything like that. It's because I thought there's always that. So let's try something different. Let's see what happens when somebody's just the worst and they don't stop. Uh, so yeah, Char didn't stay because he found what he was looking for. It's just something to do. He, you know, he figures that if he, uh, if he gets bored, he can find a way home just like he found a way down there. And he thought, you know, this is novelty. This is new. This is different. Maybe this will be fun or interesting for a while. And then he can move mm. on to something else. Yeah. I, I, I think Char is a complicated uh, enigma. Let's just say that. Um, we had a couple Mr. questions e. from sort of similar similar questions from Sharia and the Lonely Cheese. Were Braxton and DeVarga truly there in the finale? Or were they just hosts for the Crooked Father that happened to be the enemies the party encountered? Uh, Lonely Cheese said, is DeVarga alive or was that a proxy created by the Crooked Father? That was their souls, which had been sent to the hells, which were collected finally by the dragon. And the dragon, using its power and the power of the crooked god from the heart, using its flesh, gave them new flesh. They were reborn. That was them. Uh, and now they dead again. Double dead. So, who knows what happened to their soul? Sheree also asked, was Sarastus too powerful to be completely controlled by the Swirlies slash Crooked Father? So let me just quickly answer this. Sarastus did not, quote, bow the knee the way that many other of the Hells did. Um, for example, the Whispering Circle and the Drowning Circle. They bowed and joined the Crooked Father, the, or not the Crooked Father, rather, but the, the Dragon, the Forsaken. Sarastus did not bow, uh, mobilized his entire kingdom against them, and thus they were all annihilated until they were basically all killed except for the handful that managed to escape somehow with their lives to the swamp, the swamps of the Sinking Circle or wherever else. And then they took Serastus and broke him slowly. So was it not strong enough to control him? It's not that it couldn't control him because it did. Uh, it broke him, but it broke his will. But in that moment, those moments with Saul and Vance, something came through and he had just enough sort of wherewithal to shove Vance through the globe, which is another question from Sharia, which was, does this mean that he turned out to be a good guy and realized the error of his ways and tried to help? No. Serastus was a bad person. Uh, he was a self-serving monster. In the end... He chose um, to help his children over, or, you know, not over himself, but just over this thing that he hated more than anything, this thing that had broken him, you know? I mean, it doesn't make him a good person just because he did something that can be seen as good. Uh, his, he had done many terrible, terrible, terrible things, but he chose in his final moments to resist the power that was trying to take control of him. So, 
Hopefully that answers that. Will we ever see these characters again from Shereya and Griffin Cochran? Do you think we'll be seeing Char and Misk again? And if so, will it be NPC style like Lark, or will it be following Sir Vance and Salt at the Natural Plane? P.S. Sari, which is the Solomari, he said, I shipped them the whole time. Shereya said, are we straight transitioning into Kjorg's time? We're getting 3.5. So here's what I'll tell you about 3.5 for sure. You will see Misk and you will see Vance. No one told me this. In 3.5. I, I didn't know. I I'm so I, I'm surprised. I didn't know. So I'm not saying there's going to be like big episodes, but you will see in 3.5 where Misk and Vance are when they arrive in the natural plane. Where are they? You'll see them again. I farted. Will we will we see them again? Season, you know, like will they be the primary characters in the season again? Probably not. Um, but that doesn't mean that we won't see them again in the show. Will we use them as NPCs? Eh, you know, maybe every once in a while, possibly. But but I'm, those characters have had both Misk and Vance and Saul. All three of those characters have had two seasons. Their their time, I feel like, has has somewhat come to an end. Even though there are now loose ends. Yeah, to I feel like Misk's story is like you can just see a full story. You know what I'm saying? It's not like. Mm-hmm. You know, she was in when she t- got taken by the shiv. It's not like where'd she go? I mean, right. there is uh, there's that, a question like, what's happening, but like you said, they're gonna get that. Oh, this question comes from uh, my dad. He says, "Will the story of Misk and Saul's mother, Neftalia, be in the following seasons?" Um, you know, that's that's too big a thread to just let lie. So, I, I plan Party. to address that. I plan Golly, to. Jeff, that was your again, seventh Jeffrey, one. Jeffrey, what is that wrong with you? That was your seventh you? one. I would like <laughs> to formally nah, get I'd it. Like to personally <laughs> apologize. <laughs> I'd like to personally apologize for all of uh, Jeffrey's flatulence. Um, so, okay. We still have so many questions. It's all the beans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's all the beans. Now that the stone is cracked, this is from Austin. Now that the stone is cracked, does that mean that the chain god is weaker now? Ooh. That means he's more loose, right? He's dead now, right? I thought it meant that his chain was cracked. No, the the, uh, the heart of the Crooked Father, the stone. Right, I know. Like, um, wasn't that the no, heart of his mean, chains? No, yes. that was his heart. his heart. The heart of the... <laughs> Alan, please, Alan, please. Um, you know, maybe. It's definitely going to have an effect on things. It's definitely going to have an effect on things. So is he going to be even more grinchy now that he has no heart? Wow. You're a mean one. Mr. Emily the Elder <laughs> asks, how did PB&J react when Saul disappeared? Did they try to complete the mission themselves, look for Saul, or just head home? Jacob also asked what happened to PB&J. He kept expecting them to show up with the lizard bat friend and some critical info to help everyone defeat the Forsaken Circle. Well, there was no way for PB&J to get into the hills or to send them any pertinent information. You will see PB&J, God willing... And everything, and get the vision of that and what occurred in season three point five. Were the sandworm things inspired by the book Dune? They kind of reminded me of, this, of the sandworms from Dune. This is from Eli. I mean, yeah, kind of. I've never read Dune. I've never really seen the film, but I've I know of the worms, and I was definitely you know influenced by that. I read it this year, um, and I talked extensively about the worms to Paul every night. You did. I was texting him, man. These worms. Am I right? It, it was just in my ear, and, and there it was. So I'm going to get that, uh, you know, I got that worm 
dune worms <laughs> in the show. Anyway, it, you know who, know who knows? Yes, it was. Yes. It's will the next book. season be more of the hells, or will it follow Kjorg's adventure to Dwarf Place from Rissa, who wants answers? Dwarf, Dwarf Place, place Kjorg. Dwarf, Dwarf Place. place. That's actually the that's actually the the original name of uh, Dimmerhold. It was it's just called Dwarf Place. That sounds like a uh, <laughs> sounds like a like a avenue or something like this is at three twenty one Dwarf Place. Dwarf Place. Yes. <laughs> uh, is there still a threat of the Crooked Father, even though they destroyed the heart slash stone from Sharia? Yes. I found out how we get rid of him. Yes. Exodia? Oh, yeah. No, he is Exodia. Oh, we have to get rid of the five pieces. Oh, gosh. Brinley, Brinley Cochran asks, are you guys planning to reuse Kellen in future seasons? Because we have seen everyone else from season one. I'm freaking I'm out. freaking I out. must know. And Emily the Elder also asks, will we ever see Kellen again? Kellen's dead. Stay tuned. He's dead. I don't think he died. I just said I'm that. just I'm saying sorry. it because they said stay, it. Stay, stay tuned. Stay He's tuned. <laughs> Neil Grage. I think I'm saying this. Hopefully I'm saying this name correctly. Grage. What happened to the other characters that went to help the other Garage. gods? They, they died too. Stay tuned. They're dead as well. They're not dead. Is the story going to continue to revolve around the Unchained, or was it stopped for the most part from He's Eli? Dead. It wasn't stopped. Uh, I just got a text from someone asking me to cast them in season Who four. Who is it? <laughs> the this the season is already is cast. I it? think. Who is it? Huh? Oh. Ezra. Oh, I know him. Felicia's him brother. In. Felicia's brother Ezra. And Jesse. You think so? It would be funny. We asked Jesse. Jesse, uh, Jesse refused. Tell Jesse, Jesse I'm would mad also at be him. funny. Hopefully, he's watching I'm this and he's just saying this. Um, Eli, every character seems like the centerpiece of what could be a great story. First of all, that's awesome that you think that. Thank you, Austin. Cast me in season eight. Um, uh, I agree. How is this going to be handled? <laughs> Here's the truth, Eli. We don't have time for all of it. So we're going to hug to that central story around the Unchained, and but we're going to try to incorporate as much of that as we can, all these characters. And, you know, we could go off with Kellen having his own campaign and, and Kjorg having his own campaign and, and Misk having uh, her own campaign and, and Jim having his own. There's just so much we could do. Wrong answer. What class and race. We're okay, actually, what's the right answer? We're actually in talks with Disney to do it the way Marvel did. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have... My dad keeps... Each person is going to have their own season, and then we'll have like a bunch of people together, like the Avengers. And then the very final episode, whenever the Crooked Father Thanos shows up and snaps his fingers, every character that's ever been on the show is going to be in there. And we're going to make it work the way Infinity War did. Yes. So that would rock. Um, It's never... uh, it's not going to shut your mouth. It's not going to happen, but you it would be you. awesome. <laughs> you got um, my dad keeps my dad keeps telling me he's like this needs to be an animated and we're series. Like, yes. And I'm like, "Holy cow. I mean, that would be the greatest thing that ever happened, you know, outside of like having children and, and being married and 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 all of those sorts being of things." Saved. Uh yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh so when are so we going to do the, the GoFundMe? <laughs> 
um, now. Let's <laughs> yeah, start, we'll start it. it. I'm just kidding. And I'm, I'm like, Dad, you, you're insane. He just thinks stuff like that's going to happen. I'm like, Dad, come on. It'll never happen. Uh, Drew just asked, how many seasons do we think will happen before we stop? Four. Five and a finale season, which will be like 10 Five episodes. Five and a half. That's what I think. 7,000. So basically so, six. Yeah. Because three and a half. The so half six of seasons three, and yeah. an animated six series. Ish. Six seasons yep. and a movie. That's oh, it. man, I want that. We do um, need to do a movie season. Oh, man. All right. We're doing really well. We, we're, we're down to the, to the wire here. We're, we're at an hour and 38 minutes. I think we can get through all of these questions, guys. Yes, do let's it. do it. The Lonely Cheese. I'm just kind of going in order right now. The Lonely Cheese asks this. Are the Honey Heist episodes considered yes. canon? <laughs> A loose cannon. Absolutely not. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> they are absolutely not considered canon. They're great. I, I love them. I'm so glad you they did, exist. Was Charlie? I'm so it? glad. Um, spoilers, but Jeffrey yes, Charlie listened is in to one of them. Listen. That's awesome. I play Charlie. Jesse was in it. Um, Jesse was, Jesse was crazy, the dude. best. Jesse was so good. Winslow is my favorite non-canonical character. Uh, it was hilarious. Winslow is a honey badger. Jeffrey plays a honey badger named Winslow with like some sort of Boston accent. <laughs> yeah. Who did I say? Jeffrey? Days. Jesse. Jesse does. It's incredible. We got to bring him back. Um, this is sort of in line with this question from Eli. Uh, and it's kind of on track what we've been talking about. Eli says, I'm an inspiring, I am an aspiring and fiction inspiring. author. And, I, and inspiring. And I had a question. I'd begun an outline for a possible novelization of the MBH story, but scratched it since I wanted to wait for the season three story to come to a close. First off, would you allow something like that? And second off, would you be interested? Of course, I don't know everything about the inner workings of the characters or the Monumi, and it requires some extrapolation on my part, but if you're all interested, I'd be absolutely interested. Okay. Um, so I welcome fan fiction. You know what I'm saying? Like if you guys want to write, anyone wanted to write a story or make something, I've had people message me and ask for details about certain areas in Manu because they wanted to run a game at home in that world. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, that would be, that'd be awesome. As far as like making a novelization of the story we're already telling, I would rather, Eli, that you make your own story. And, you know, use these characters and use this world and create something. But I would rather have that because there's a there's a possibility that I would want to do what you're describing at some point. Turn this story into something written. Uh, I keep mentioning my dad. He keeps telling me I'm, I'm <laughs> an idiot for doing a podcast when I should have just written this book. And I'm like, Dad, I didn't do this all alone. We're working together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Tim. So. <laughs> so do the do the Paul. He's like he's like you'd be you you would be so rich. I'm like dad, you're wrong. <laughs> you're so wrong. There are so many people writing fiction novels and, and not making any money. Uh, you know he thinks I would just be instantly famous. He's crazy. But you know I would like to do something like that someday. So I would say write some fan fiction. You know, uh, and if you want some information about the world or anything like that, hit me up in the email. Letters to make believe I'm glad to work with you on that. And I would absolutely love to see what you come up with. Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, Casey Copeland asks Jim versus Char? Oh, question mark. Uh, I would think it would just be Jim and Char hanging out. <laughs> do you really think, do you think so? I mean, I guess Jim would be pretty intrigued by Char. He would be writing notes yeah, like the like, whole time. And Char yeah, would just be like, be saying, like, what so, are you doing? Oh, nothing. Just writing notes. Yeah, Char, 
I think Char would eventually just ignore him and let him walk around scribbling. So Hannah the Bard, which is my sister, asked, why y'all so mean? <laughs> why why <laughs> y'all so mean? <laughs> I okay. think that was after the epilogue and finale. Oh. And then she said, but for real, who's the other dragon that we have apparently met but don't the know it yet? My dad also Kelly. asked, who's the dragon Kelly yep. we haven't met? Who's the uh, dragon Kelly we've already met? It's not the orange because that doesn't exist. It does. Um, I thought you told me there was. Oh, you, I wasn't supposed to say anything. Never mind. <laughs> Canonically, Alan, shut, <laughs> shut up, Alan. Um, I'll just tell you. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. Ooh. Is Sharia still listening? We haven't she seen anything. She I think she said she she's listening while driving. Home. She's driving. Okay. Yeah. Sharia, I'm, I'm about to give you something. Oh, man. She just... Re- never mind. <laughs> Are you ready? This is for everyone. There is an ongoing fan theory of who this Drake and Kelly might be. It's the oh. orange one. The number one prevailing theory. Do you guys have a guess? Who do you think it I is? I have a guess who the number one Any? fan theory is. Who's that? That dwarf guy from the first season. Dorvost Frostbeard, right? Yeah, and I made a guess, a guess, and you Paul told Hutter. me it was wrong, so I no longer have a guess. Oh, okay. Uh, Paul, though. Okay. I don't know. I, I didn't even remember who that was until you mentioned him a while back. Uh, <laughs> my guess is that it's Hope and Kill. Okay, well, that makes sense. Dorvos Frostbeard <gasps> is not a Dracula. Uh, oh. Who is? I knew that. That's That was my him. guess. It's not. And he was, was like, guess. no. She was convinced. It's not. And I think so is Brohas and Sheree. I think they're both convinced he is not a Drake and Kelly. So there you go. There's your freebie. Uh, let's see. Let me hit these really hard. It's um, Gretchen. Quick. Uh, Eric Stoltz, I know which is also Drake Walker. Uh, will Billy Idol appear in season four? Yes, he will. No. Uh, I'm signing no. up for is that the, the piano Patreon man? where That's you funny. create a character. I just noticed that Sharia. I, I just noticed that you and know. Make, no, Jeffrey. What was his name again? What was the name? Huh? Oh, okay. I won't say. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Billy Idol. He also asked if Phil Collins will be a recurring guest in season four. No. I'm signing uh, up twice. Billy D. Williams Walker. Can you make sure Vance survives everything? No. I can make sure that. <laughs> Hannah just said, Paul, you trash panda. She called me a trash panda. <laughs> uh, she just messaged me personally. I guess she's that, that's hurtful, Hannah. Are there alternate dimensions in NBH from yes. Walker? Not really. I mean, there are other planes. That's, so, yes. that's uh, Dolly Parton, but not like Walker. String theory dimensions. Yeah, no. Is the Candle King a Drake and Kelly from Emily, El- no, Emily the evil. Elder? There's your answer. I don't know. Is the Candle there, King's uh, cat a Drake and Kelly? No, he's just a cat. No. No, he's a cool cat. Uh, Emily the Elder also asked, Will Paldo, my favorite NPC ever, make a comeback? I expect Paldo will show up again. At some point. Is there or could there be corrupted versions of the Drake and Kelly made by the crooked god or some other evil? Oh. And if so, what can they be referred to? Because I'm making a homebrew and thought to ask from Ocean's Wrath. <laughs> uh, there could be. That'd be really cool. That's a really cool idea. What do you guys say? I missed it. What do you say? Uh, I think it's, <laughs> are, there cor- I think are there corrupted it, versions of the Drake and Kelly? I mean, Denvarga being a thing. I mean, Denvarga was bad. That, that, was my that you could have done if you would have thought about it. 
I mean, I think that they could definitely go through something like Denvarga and become bad. And be bad, you know. Did I mention bad? You know? Well, mm. be a, that would be their choice. So, yeah. I think they're yeah. all But I don't actually think evil. they're all bad. I think they're all good. Uh, no, they're not oh, all good. Come so, on. Dad asks... Are you ever going to kill the Shiv? Please say yes. <laughs> I'll get wow. him eventually. <laughs> who's who's that? Me. Yeah, but who's that? Uh, Joe. Okay. I know him. And Angie? Uh, this is from Paul Four. For real. That's yeah, the name. I see that. Paul Four. Um, Paul Four says... Is it a podcast where you play Dungeons & Dragons with each other? Not today, actually. We have had more questions submitted while we've been recording. Oh, wow. Wow. That's cheating. Somebody cheated. There's some in the you YouTube actually, as well. Oh, my goodness. For real? We're, we're, I don't think we're going to make it. You want to know um, who the other Dracon Kelly Yes, is? it is. Who? It's the... Misk. Gnome guy that had the boat... Oh, with the daughter? Fallen Grove. Yep. I thought it was Jupiter. Oh, Jupiter and Mars. Juniper. And Uranus. Um, <laughs> Juniper. Oh, All my gosh. Uh, can you create a funniest, best moments montage? Uh, I mean, it that'd would. be great. You also could, whoever is out there in <laughs> Discord land. Yeah, you, def- you definitely could. You could download the episodes and, and cut them <laughs> together uh, and send it to us. Kind of like the song Trackpad made for us, the Rolling for Poops song, which is still Great. my fave. Have you guys ever considered doing a module campaign for the podcast? Uh, have you considered doing a second universe campaign separate? Uh, no to the module, uh, the whole other universe thing, not really. I've run games like that at home, uh, but nah, not for the show. Uh, let's see. Could we legally do a module? Like, I don't know how that works exactly. What's a module? I don't either. I have no idea. Like a like written... a pre, yeah, like like um, you know, Horde of the Dragon Queen or yeah. anything like that. Like, I don't. I know they they send it out to like really popular podcasts and have them play it yeah. for. But I don't know if like that would put us in any legal binding since we have Patreons with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Either. Um. Paul Four also says, "Can we finally have live games uh, on the NBA, tw- like live games of us on the website or something like that? That would be tough. We've talked about it. Probably not. Editing is magic. Our yes. show would not be as good if it was not it edited." Not. Uh, Paul Paul Four also said, "Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Great work. Uh, we're doing as a DM. And do we have any? Do I have any tips or tricks for a new DM? This was also asked." Uh, by someone in one of these snuck in questions here. What's the, what do you think is the best way to do a and d podcast? That's a big question. Maybe best sometime we'll do a special is episode. Make sure that I'm on the podcast. Oh gosh. Yeah, just have Jeffrey. Give him a flu. You know, you, yeah. Yes. He has a Don't modest fee. <laughs> <Please. laughs> uh, Gemma asks, why does Jeremy have the best characters? And since he's not here, I will plainly say, uh, I'll let what? Jeffrey answer. Who? <laughs> oh god. Why does Jeremy have the best why does Jeremy have the best characters? I gotta say he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's it. That was the answer. Are the I was worst for. Characters. <laughs> <laughs> um we love Jeremy and he does have great characters. You, you guys all have great characters. Um man, we are coming down to it. 
<laughs> um, let's see. Austin On says, "Unrelated." Are we really yes. ready for unedited Jeffrey? No. 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 Yes. The lonely cheese. The lonely cheese asks, "What has been the best part of your time in quarantine, Ooh. Jeffrey?" Mm, probably the garden food that we grew and ate, and are still eating. Mm. Mm, yeah, fresh garden food is delish. Did you? Make the garden because of the end of the world, or was that already something you were planning on? Uh, I think that they were like, like maybe a little bit, but not because they thought, oh, we're never gonna have anything. It's just like a maybe it's just something we should do anyway. In this, yeah, a good time to start, I guess. That's smart. Um, Alan, me so. There was a period, I think, like late March, early April until probably mid-May that I think was just the sweet spot for me. It was Animal Crossing had just come out. Doom Eternal had just come out. Everybody was like, yeah, you need to cut yourself a break. You know, we know that you need, you know, things aren't normal right right now and it's okay to not be well and or whatever else. And then I had been taking walks and all that sort of stuff. And I kind of, I don't know. There's something new and novel about things. And plus people were memeing the heck out of the quarantine. That was back when Tiger King was still, which I still haven't watched. Uh, but it was like huge. And they were just, you know, that was before we were like, Oh, this is going to be forever. Uh, not literally forever, but you know, it was like, Oh, it's still might be <laughs> yeah. a month. It's still might. And so like, that was like the sweet spot. I, I, I felt like there was a sort of, uh, alleviation of responsibility, not in the sense of, Oh, everything goes, nothing is illegal, but more like a, you know, it's okay to take a breath and just kind of chill. And I I don't know, it was relaxing. And then eventually everybody was like, well, we got to get back to our regular lives, except we can't, but we got to. So now we're doing a, uh, you know, now everything's remote. Everything's online. It's back to business and stuff like that. So the novelty has worn off, but there was like that sweet spot Mm. for about, month and a half, two months where it was just kind of fun and chill. I never really had that. Um, I never got that sort of, Oh, now I'm at home a lot. The work I do is considered essential. Uh, it slowed down a little bit, but for the most part, I worked right through everything. Mm. Uh, and my favorite part would probably just be keeping the podcast going. Uh, which was tough for me because of not having any break. We kept it going um, through the quarantine and we've had a lot of people give us like in reviews and things like, Hey, it's been a huge help to us during the quarantine. Give it the great work. And, and I really appreciate that. My other favorite part would be uh, animal crossing. Animal crossing came at the perfect time. It was, and it was, it was probably different than it would have ever been when it first came out. All of, all of the, like the NBH discord people were playing all the time. And it was just, just great. Um, it was awesome. So that'd probably be for me. That's probably one of my favorite things. And Felicia, I was going to say video games and family time. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't really get extra no. family time, but I do have a son now, and I did get a couple weeks mm-hmm. off with him. And uh, that's that, I don't really associate that with the quarantine, but he's pretty awesome. He mm-hmm. grinned at me yesterday for Aww. the first time, and uh, I died and then was resurrected. So <laughs> wow. 
It's, it's powerful. He's pretty cute. great. Yeah, he's very cute. His name is Link. He come to town. He come to save the Princess Zelda. He's great. So, um, so that is pretty much all of the questions. Can you guys believe we did it? We did it. We did it. We we had a couple sort of snuck in here. One from Casey Copeland, I believe it was, or uh, it was Captain Redbeard on the Discord. um, Asked, "Did we record season one and two in person?" No, we have never. We recorded like <laughs> the, the first two episodes of season one. We recorded together, me, Jeremy, and Jeffrey. Pretty much everything else has been, you know, a couple of us might be together. Like me and Felicia record in the same room generally, but it's remote always. Editing just makes it seem like we're in person. Yep. I live nine hours away from Paul and like six yeah. hours away from Jeremy and Jeffrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you say we had some YouTube questions, Alan? Yeah. Uh. So one comes from. Hannah Bard, uh, were oh Saul and Misk's characters inspired by Suko and his sister on Avatar: The Last Airbender? Hannah asked this. That was this? an awesome question. Yeah, they've been watching it. Holy cow! Oh yeah, man, those characters. I think someone else has made this uh, comparison before in yeah. our Discord. Maybe I think it was Emily or uh, Ninjaris. I can't remember. It's like that, but the uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Do you think that that's there's any inspiration of that for you, Felicia? Uh, no, because we kind of I don't know. I wasn't at the moment thinking that. I mean, I can see similarities, but I wasn't like, oh, you know, I want a character like that. So, I mean, I like the similarities and you know, all that. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see some parallels there. I love that. I love that show, show. By the way, it's a great show. Any other? Uh, I, any other I questions? noticed a couple. There was. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yes. Gladlock asked if there was any Tarasks. Oh my gosh! Keep asking about Tarasks, Gladlock, <laughs> Madlock, Badlock, Sadlock. Um, that was also in the YouTube. <laughs> you know, anything is possible. And Drew wants to know if if we have a Discord, so he can ask questions. Yeah, why do you keep asking? We have a Discord. You're in the Discord. I'm reading your question in Discord. Do you our, do you want our us, Discord. Oh, Discord? We just drew this out for you, okay? <laughs> okay. If you uh, if you want to be on the Discord, one dollar Patreon, you can get in the Discord, uh, and it's the best. Hannah just texts me faux show. Pre Monumi Misk is like his sister, and Saul is Suko. I agree. Uh, okay, so any other questions, Alan? Uh, I don't see any more in the YouTube. Uh, Madlock okay. says, there's a Discord? <laughs> oh, here's one. Uh, Brooke asks for Jeffrey, when will the beard be coming back? <laughs> probably never. Oh, wow. Never say I never, probably Jeffrey. Never. Okay, okay, well, I guess that's true. There's a... Takes the there is some off. doubt in probably. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. Wow. I feel like I just we ran did. a marathon. Season three was it huge. Was. Huge. Um, there was so much uh, that happened. It. So many different, like, m- again, he farted. So many miniature arcs. Uh, just, I- I'm glad it's over. <laughs> like, when I say that, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we finished it. Going in, there was a certain point about midway through where I was like, this season's never going to end. We're, we're never going to reach a conclusion. And 
Uh, we finally did. I'm proud of it. Uh, I try not to compare the seasons too much because it just feels weird. I don't know. Uh, I, I hope that everyone is pleased with the way things have concluded with season three. And, and it did conclude the story of season three, you know, what's going on in the hills and, and these characters, what we're going to see in 3.5 is what happened off camera because things happened and there will be long lasting repercussions because of it. So basically so season three concluded a lot of things from season one and two, but it also <laughs> it did made things not conclusive. Exactly. <laughs> season three in a lot of ways is heavily tied to season one. It, it, it is uh, it's closure for a lot of things from season one. Um, and, and to a lesser extent, season two. Season two set up everything that's to come. Season one was was a lot more contained, and season three really, I think, answered a lot of the questions left there at the end. Season one um, almost felt like a prequel. It was. I mean, I've said this before, but when we were originally recording it, like we even named our episodes, it was like P1, P2, because I was looking at season one as the prologue yeah. season. Yeah, and, prologue. Um, that's what I meant, not prequel. Uh, well, it is, you know, I'm, I, it's sort of, you know, it, it prequel the is same, like sort of. the elite meme, so I could see why you would say prequel. Like, oh. when do we get 3.5, Austin? As soon as I can. Um, give me some time. I got a new son. Uh, I might be experiencing a huge, huge. change ca- career wise, life wise. Um, and that could really make my time, like my schedule and everything, change. Uh, if that does happen, it could I delay farted. things a little more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work at it. My gosh, Jeffrey! <laughs> um, you know, editing takes time, and this one is gonna be even more difficult. Um, you know, we're we're gonna work on it. Right now, I'm I'm focusing on getting out the those first two NBA uh, NBC episodes out, which is that first session. It's one big session in the multi, in at least two episodes. We'll get that out to you guys. I think you're gonna really enjoy it. Uh, we had a great time playing it, and I'm really excited for you all to hear it. Then I'm gonna get hard to work on getting season 3.5 together. And once that is over, I'll be releasing the other Champions episode we have. And during this time, I'll be recording three Champions episodes. We have one coming up with Madlock and Shane. We have one coming up with Sharia and uh, Brayden. Or Brohas. Brohas. And then we have another coming up with two younger patrons named Charlie and Jack. So we are excited about all of that. I think that does it. Two hours. Champions episodes to come out. Yeah, I'm excited to hear them. Season three. Me too. Season three's over. It was a good run. It's the end. Or has it just begun? Thanks so much for tuning in for this Q&A, guys. Uh, we will be doing another one for patrons uh, in September. Uh, we'll just get together and chat, answer some questions if you've got them. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you're listening out there on the podcast release, Thanks for sticking with us through season three. We love you guys. We're excited about what's coming next. Um, Stay tuned. Bye. 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 Spaghetti. Goodbye. Spaghetti.